This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome, everybody, to the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. My name is Michael Levitt, and today I have a special guest named Richard Baker. Richard owns Richard Baker Consulting. He's a life coach, and he became a life coach because of the insurmountable trials he faced in his life that he has overcome. Richard's a published author and a world-renowned life coach, helping thousands seek a better future. Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me. I'm really interested to hear more about your backstory because I understand um, you know, a lot of the trials and tribulations that you faced in your life, and I think it's important for our audience to hear some of the you know, amazing things that you've been able to overcome in your life, and now you're helping people with those same types of challenges. So feel free to share um, you know, the challenges that you faced. Okay. Uh, well, I have a very long history of uh, major depression. I've actually been diagnosed with that. And I've also had probably three near suicide attempts. Uh, that is, as a result of my depression, I've been through an awful lot of, you know, all the bad relationships in life, some, some other personal things that I won't get into now has happened to me. And it all added up. And it came to a point in my life where, once again, I was sitting there thinking about ending my life. And I realized that, okay, I really don't want to do that. There's got to be a better way. And I found within myself the power. We all have this power within us. We just have to learn how to tap into it. And I tapped into that myself, and, and I changed my life completely to where it is now. Uh, I am diagnosis-free. I'm no longer on any sort of medication or anything like that. And I have a positive outlook on life, and, and things are improving exponentially in my life ever since I made this change. And I realized how this could happen. So now I, I teach other people how to do that because, as you know, probably half of the country is on some sort of antidepressant medication and, and everybody just has a really bleak outlook on life. And uh, I've learned how to change that for people. And, and that's what I bring to them. And it's a really exciting thing that I love to do. I actually work almost 24 hours a day. There's sometimes I'm on the phone at two or three o'clock in the morning trying to help somebody. But this is my passion now because I've lived it and I've overcame it and I want other people to do that as well. Well, that's amazing, and the fact that uh, you're you're putting in those twenty four seven shifts uh, speaks a lot to your character. Because you know, I've worked in the healthcare sector, and I think one of the biggest challenges that we faced, especially when it comes to mental health, is it's not a nine to five type of situation. Um, depression, anxiety, other uh, mental health challenges that people face happen at night on the weekends and at all hours of the day. And unfortunately, uh, no matter where your healthcare system is, it doesn't seem like that the providers that are out there are available at the hours that uh, people need the most. And that's something that as a healthcare system and individuals, we have to address and change. But I'm in complete agreement with you. I, I think that there's more and more pressure on people and depression and anxiety and all these other challenges uh, are coming full circle. And I think a lot of it has to do with one, there's more awareness of it. It's, I, it's always been there, but I think there's more awareness of it. And I think also with 
with the advent of social media and instant uh, information to everything and overexposure to everything, uh, the likelihood of people looking at what other people have and getting upset about it um, increases. And then, you know, the challenges that we all face, it just seems like there's just so much overwhelm of, of information to us that um, it really creates a, a problem for it. And, you know, Kudos to you for, you know, working through that because I know in seeing people, it is not an easy thing to do and it takes a lot of willpower within and an understanding to not only one, get off of the medications themselves, but two, to you know, take a look at a, a, a different approach on, on life. And walk us through that a little bit more on, 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 you know, what were some of the steps that you took that helped you? again, get off of the medication and then start changing um, how you approach life and, you know, how you, you know, dealt with all of these um, challenges that you were facing before. Uh, well, like I said, I, I was sitting there, this was a while back, again, contemplating suicide, feeling like there was just no hope, um, nothing's ever going to come with my life. And then I realized, okay, I actually don't want to end my life. I just want things to improve. And I think that's probably true for most people. But I said, okay, what's happening? What is causing me to feel this way? So I started really looking at my life and at myself and how I respond to different situations. And what it all comes down to is the way we respond to things and the things that we're tolerating in our lives. What we have to do for ourselves is set boundaries and you know say to ourselves this is what's good for me this is not good for me and you need to start eliminating the things that are not good for you whether it be people or behaviors or, or other activities that you're doing and you need to start whittling those things away and understand that everything that we have within us it's all we need to get through this life and actually succeed in what we're doing it's really looking at the patterns of your life and changing those patterns in a positive way. Yeah. The key thing you said there that resonates with me, of course, is boundaries. And, you know, in my personal story, you know, the challenges that I faced years ago was because I really didn't have any, um, I didn't really have any boundaries. I, I, I grew up in a, in a household where my parents were always giving and people pleasers and always taking care of people. And I am like that as well. But what happened was I wasn't taking care of myself and it led to an empty tank and uh, some significant losses in my life. And I I learned from it, picked myself back up and said, okay, I don't want to go through that ever again. What do I need to change? And the boundaries component was a, a big factor in it, whether it was, Boundaries on what I ate, boundaries on how I spent my time, to boundaries on you know, what I would allow people in my life uh, to be able to do and and what not to do. And uh-huh. and again, I mean, one of the things that you, you said that you know jumped out at me as well is you know, you kind of you know taking you know little chunks of this and rolling it out over time. It, this is not a you know a, a seven day fast type of deal. This is something that takes a long time to sort through and you know, there's no necessarily timetable as to when someone can go from, you know, the point of almost ending their life to, you know, being thrilled and helping other people 
you know, navigate around those challenges and getting better themselves. It's not an overnight exercise for sure. No, no, people fear big, massive changes. And that's why a lot of us don't change. And this is true even for, you know, let's say you want to quit smoking. Just quitting smoking right now is very scary to a lot of smokers. Whereas if you start whittling it down, you know, you just take one cigarette away a day, it's achievable. It's the same thing with our mental health and the way we feel about life. We can't make big, massive changes in a day. You do little things at a time and you, know, you build on your successes and eventually you get to where you want to be. Yep. Yeah, it's, you know, one step a day. You know, if you just take one step a day in a year, it's 365 steps and it accumulates and you look back and you go, wow, look how much I've accomplished in this period of time. And it's, right. I, I'm with you, you know, when you know, in my leadership roles, any type of huge initiative change within the organization um, was, you know, oftentimes um, matched up with very negative reactions from the team because like, this is a dramatic change uh, where if you roll things out shortly and little by little over time, it's not as bad. You're still going to have those people that are going to be afraid of it no matter what the change is um, and, um, from, you know, something as simple of the size of post-it notes can, you know, throw people off. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, you're, you're taking small sustainable steps. And that's the thing is the things you want to do. If you want to improve, you want to make sure you're putting in things in place that you'll be, it'll be sustainable. They'll last because yeah. it's easy for us to revert back, you know, whether it's trying to quit smoking or lose weight or any other, any other challenge that any of us might be facing um, by you know, putting in those steps and building in the habits and, and you know, starting to feel. And I think that's another thing that you had you know, alluded to a bit is you started feeling better and, oh, yeah. you know, and then you're, you, you don't have the side effects of the medication when you're off of those and you, you just, you have a complete newness about how you approach life and how you see things. And I, my hunch is you notice these things in people probably faster than they notice that those things are going on in their life. You, you probably just sense it because of, of your experience as well as just being more in tune and aware of, of these challenges that people are facing. Oh, yeah. I mean, not only because I've lived it myself, but also because I've worked with thousands of people all over the world, and, and everybody kind of is the same, really. Uh, people don't see the negative patterns that they have in their lives, and that's where somebody like me becomes really valuable, because I can look at your life and your relationships, and I can say, yeah, you know, your relationship with this person is the greatest. I can look at it objectively. Whereas the people, when they're in their own lives, of course, we're looking at it with feeling, with these emotions. Well, that's my best friend. Well, this is my mom, what have you. I look at things without any emotion. And I say, this is what I'm seeing for you. Do you want to change it? I always leave it up to the person. It's up to them to change. Yeah, that proves you're a great coach um, because coach isn't out on the playing field. Coach is on the side saying, okay, do this, do this, and do this. Um, you can do this and you know, they know how to do it and you coach them to say, okay, this is something that you're going to have to do this. I'm here to support you, 
do you have any questions about the play or the thing I'm asking you to do? Do you understand by doing this, this will create this opportunity and you get buy-in for the person and then they do it. And then all of a sudden you see it and I coach people too. And you see, you know, their eyes get big and light up and they walk, wow, I did that. And (laughs) once they, that aha moment. And once you see that, you know, especially in, in the field that you're in, when you see somebody have an aha moment and all of a sudden their life is going to get better. Believe me, I love getting paid for the work that I do. It helps. It pays for things. It lets me buy coffee and different things. But there's nothing that compares to seeing somebody have that aha moment and all of a sudden you see their life start to transform to something better. Yeah, yeah. I love it, that too. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm getting chills just even thinking about it. And, that, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the beautiful thing of it. It's like it's this... It's you know, a, a superpower. You know, I grew up loving comic books. It's definitely a superpower to have that when you can help somebody transform their life to a better life for them and everyone around them. It's, oh, it's, it's an amazing feeling. So throughout, yeah, com- go ahead. I'm sorry. And to compound that feeling and typically my clients will say, Oh my God, thank you so much. And I says, no, no, I didn't do it. I just taught you how to do it. You mm-hmm. did it. And then they have another aha moment. That, oh my God, I, I do have what it takes to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it makes for just a completely transformed life and the, the confidence. And, you know, when they go through different, you know, hurdles in life and whatnot, they'll think back to, if they're not, you know, currently working with you, they'll think back to those conversations and it's a reinforcement for them. And they go, okay. I know I can get through this. I did this before and, yeah. and all of that. That's exactly. amazing. Amazing. One of the things I talk about on this show is of course, stress and burnout. And when you're going through depression, I, I'm, I'm anticipating that, you know, the, the stress and the burnout of things uh, where we're burnout oftentimes is this symptom of, you know, really feeling uh, unmotivated to do anything. And it doesn't matter what it is. You just don't feel like doing anything. Did you experience similar uh, feelings, you know, during the, those stages when you were uh, in deep depression? Oh my God. Yes. Uh, there were days I didn't want to get out of bed because I figured what's the point, you know? Yeah. The it's... Way that I... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, the way that I found to combat that and to beat that is just to do something anyway. You know, if, if you don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to face the day, do it anyway. Force yourself to get up and go for a little walk. It's by yourself. You don't have to deal with anybody. But typically, you'll find a different opportunity will show up uh, or something in your mindset will change because you've done it. That could be your one little victory for the day. Just get up and start doing something. The rest will fall into place. Yeah, it's great advice. And I'll full disclaimer, when we're recording this today is on a Tuesday, yesterday was Monday. And normally, if I'm not motivated to do something, there's usually something else that I can do. Um, But yesterday was one of those days where I had just zero motivation to do anything. And it was really, I was really struggling with it. Because normally, it's like, okay, well, I'll do this, I'll read or I'll do this or this. It, it came down to the point where I, I was finally able 
just to create some artwork for an upcoming podcast show that's being released. And it took me about five minutes. But after I did that, it's like, okay, I've accomplished something today. And, and I wasn't, you know, you know, wasn't depressed. I wasn't sad or anything like that. I was just, I don't just, I don't know, maybe just physically tired. I'm not sure what the situation was, but it was one of those things where it's like, I need to do something. I'm not just going to have a complete loss of a day and not do anything. So I did that. And after doing that, I was motivated. It's like, okay, I'm going to check this and this. It was just one of those things where I was having difficulty getting out of the gate. But once, once I did, then it's like, okay, now I got to do this. Like, no, yeah, I need to go to bed because <laughs> I got to be awake tomorrow morning. Yeah. Motion creates emotion. Yep. Yep. Oh, I agree. I agree. It makes, makes for a big, big difference for sure. So, uh, Tell our listeners where they can find you and some things that you do with uh, the clients that you work with. Well, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on Facebook. I actually have a group called The Power of You, which I go live every Wednesday night just to chat with people. Sometimes I'll give a lecture on uh, relationships or how to change your patterns or something like that. Uh, I'm also on I have a blog, but I don't really use that much, so I wouldn't go there. <laughs> uh, you can contact me at uh, richardfbconsulting at gmail.com. Uh, there you can let me know that you're interested in possibly working with me. I'll set up a discovery call with you. It's totally free to do. Uh, we'll chat for up to an hour, see what your issues are, and if I can help you. Uh, I'm also on Instagram quite a bit, uh, richard underscore f period underscore baker. Uh, uh, there, I just I kind of post personal stuff, pictures of myself, or give a motivational quote here and there. But uh, you know, through Facebook, you can get to know me better if you like, uh, or if you want to schedule a time to chat with me, go ahead and email me. And uh, what else did you want to know about, Michael? No, I just uh, you know some of the the work that you do uh, with your clients. Um, I know you kind of oh. alluded to it a little bit more, but I just want to make sure that our audience knows um, all the awesome stuff that you're doing. Yeah, you know, in addition to my online presence, I do work with clients uh, personally. Usually it's over the phone or video type of thing. Uh, but what I do is first we identify your pain points, the things in your life that you wish were different, uh, whether that be, you know, I'm depressed, I'm overweight, I'm smoking, whatever it may be. We identify those issues and then we plot a roadmap on how to succeed and how to get you to overcome those issues. And so far, I've been very successful in doing that. Nobody has left dissatisfied. So <laughs> I've got a good track record of these. Client retention is a great thing. That's always good. And for the audience, I'll make sure to put all of the links to find Richard in the show notes so you can easily find him. And I highly encourage you to do so if you're if you're dealing with any anything uh, that we discussed today because – uh, it's important, uh, you know, to know that you're not alone and that um, you can get through these things. And there's people like Richard that are here that are, are called to help you and be able to get you to your ideal life and uh, enjoying life the way that you should be enjoying it. So, Richard, I want to thank you for your time today and I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I appreciate you and all the work that you're doing. And um, I, I wish you nothing but best. And if there's anything you need from me, you know where to find me. Okay, great. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. And thank you everybody for listening. Be well.